Your top stories on Blitz this hour. Barcelona left frustrated at home against Granada. The Springboks look to bounce back against New Zealand. We count down to the start of the Ryder Cup. The Kolkata Knight Riders outclassed the Royal Challengers Bangalore. And we bring you the latest WTA action from the Czech Republic. After a shock start to life in the season's edition of the UEFA Champions League slumping to a 3-0 defeat against Bayern Munich, Barcelona looked to give the Blaugrana supporters something to cheer about at the Camp Nou against Granada who went into the match with just two points to their name. Hovering above the relegation zone early in the season was enough motivation for the Travellers, scoring the opener in just the second minute. Escudero, another opportunity to get the cross in. This time he does it! Granada have taken the lead! Coming in at the back post, it's Dominguez Duarte. It's the worst possible start for Barcelona. The one thing that that man there did not want to happen. They've gone behind and you can hear the whistles. Marc-Andre de Stegen was kept busy inside the opening 15 minutes as Jorge Molina had the German worried for a moment with the ball creeping over the bar from close range. Barca came within inches of snatching the equaliser after centre-back Ronald Urayo rose highest inside the Granada 18-yard area. The Uruguayan denied by a fine save from Luis Maximiano before the half-time whistle. Urayo continued to be a menace inside the Granada box, but Maximiano was still untroubled with Barca's struggles continuing in front of goal. It was then the turn of Memphis Depay to be left frustrated as the search for the equaliser continued. With just minutes remaining of the match, Granada looked destined to hold on for a famous victory over Barca. However, the Catalan giants had other ideas. Araujo, Piquet and De Jong in the penalty area. Araujo gets his head to that, it's behind Piquet, but he brings it down. Tees up Gavi, back into the area, there you and go. Araujo has scored! And who, but, who better to score the goal than the man who's been the best player on the pitch of Barcelona tonight, Ronald Araujo. Despite the late equaliser, the result was a shock one for Ronald Koeman and co, having to settle for a solitary point at home. There were frustrating draws for Atletico Madrid and Barcelona in match day 5 of the Spanish top flight, while Real Madrid left it late to secure maximum points against Valencia. It's the battle between the two Madrid clubs in the early stages of the La Liga season with just two points separating Real and Atletico, while Barcelona occupies seventh place. There's a whole host of clubs who are yet to get a win to their name in the early stages of the La Liga campaign, while Getafe and Alaves are still without a point. Match day 6 of La Liga kicks off with a clash between champions Atletico Madrid who are away at Getafe. Sevilla and Valencia do battle on Wednesday, Real Madrid entertain Mallorca, while Barcelona are away at Cadiz. The Dacia Arena welcomes Serie A match day 4 action, with both Udinese and Napoli putting the unbeaten starts on the line, with a team from Naples hoping that the result will go their way after the two's previous meeting, with Napoli waltzing to a 5-1 win. Alarm bells went off just after the 12th minute inside the Udinese camp as Lorenzo Insigne in typical fashion threatened with a curling effort that was well met by shortstopper Marco Silvestri. 
The Italian forward was at the forefront of Napoli's early dominance and after a moment of hesitation from Silvestri, Insigne pounced to strike the ball goalwards with Nigerian striker Victor Oshimen there to tap it over the line. Udinese struggled to keep the ball inside the Napoli half while the visitors kept knocking on the door for a second goal with Fabian Ruiz striking the woodwork from range. However, a few minutes later, the scoreline read 2-0 with a well-worked set-piece move seeing Amir Rahmani nod the ball into the back of the net. Luciano Spalletti's side put the contest to bed in the second half as Khalidou Koulibaly showed off his striking skills. All the time in the world for Fabian Ruiz and Koulibaly! thumps it into the top corner it's becoming the perfect night for Napoli it was clear that Udinese left their shooting boots on the bus with no shots on target registered with 15 minutes remaining of the encounter and things went from bad to worse as Herving Lozano added the fourth with a superb effort to cap off the perfect evening for Napoli while Udinese were brought back down to earth in the league as it was the visitors who earned maximum points Napoli capped off Serie A match day 4 with a 4-0 victory over Udinese, while other results saw Juventus held at home to AC Milan and Inter Milan put 6 past Bologna. Napoli sit pretty at the top of the Serie A standings with a flawless record so far and they are 2 points clear of Inter Milan, while AC Milan are sitting in 3rd place with Roma running off the top 4. Juventus find themselves in unfamiliar territory, sitting in the relegation zone without a win to their name after four matches. Serie A match day 5 is set out to be yet another exhilarating one with Inter Milan away to Fiorentina. It's AC Milan who take on Venezia and Napoli on the road again against Sampdoria. With 15 goals scored and conceding just two, Argentina look to end their Group F journey at the FIFA Futsal World Cup on a high. Iran stepped out onto the Vinius Arena with a spot in the knockout round already sealed. There was little goal mouth action during the opening 20 minutes, but there were opportunities for both teams to find the opener. Argentina with the better chances, but somehow the reigning champions could not hit the back of the net. The Irani defence was under the pump just minutes into the second half. Their resilience came to an end though in the 24th minute. A sloppy pass lapped up with captain Leandro Cozzolino stepping up to fire in the first goal. Lauba Celesti found their goal-scoring rhythm and doubled the advantage in no time. Damian Stanzoni making it 17 goals in three matches for Argentina. Iran, on the other hand, were not prepared to go down without a fight, halving the deficit through skipper Ali Hassan Zadeh. Video support was brought into the match with just under a minute remaining. Iran finding the back of the net from the free kick spot, but it was ruled out due to obstruction. 2 1 the final score in Lithuania, Argentina finishing unbeaten throughout the group stage. Angola had nothing to lose when they took on Spain in their final FIFA Futsal World Cup match. They were still in search of a first win at the tournament, while the Spaniards, on the other hand, were looking to maintain their perfect record and grab a third win from as many games in their group. Spain drew first blood as Aldolfo Fernandez found the back of the net in the fourth minute. The Angolans told hard to unlock the Spaniards, which they did against the run of play with just two minutes left on the clock in the first period. Guga finding the equalizer. But Spain ended the first period on top as Ortiz poked the ball beyond the Angolan goalkeeper with just seconds remaining in the period. 
That 2-1 lead became 3-1 in the second half as Fernandes chipped in for his second goal of the match. The frontman finished off the Angolans with his hat-trick goal. Some good skill from the Spaniard who ensured a 4-1 win for Spain. With qualification into the knockout rounds on offer, it was always going to be a tense encounter between Japan and Paraguay in their final Group E match at the Futsal World Cup in Lithuania. As promised, the match got off on a frenetic note, with Japan's Kazuya Shimizu breaking the deadlock in the first three minutes. And he pokes it towards goal! There is a deflection on that! I think Shimizu's going to claim it! Japan won't care what bit! Their celebrations were short-lived though, when Paraguay's Julio Mareko spoiled the Japanese party just four minutes later. Javier Salas, oh brilliant! The linker play, terrific! With a draw enough to see both sides through to the next round, the match took on a defensive tone for large sections before the South Americans managed to convert a chance courtesy of captain Juan Salas. While the Japanese threw all caution to the wind in the dying minutes, it just wasn't enough to break down a stubborn Paraguayan defence that sees them joining Spain in the next stage of the cup. There's more FIFA Futsal World Cup action for you to enjoy right here on your World of Champions as the round of 16 comes into focus. Morocco do pass against Venezuela and it's the Russian Football Union up against Vietnam. Following their convincing defeat at the hands of South Africa, Ghana's Black Queens were keen to register their first win of the Aisha Buhari Cup in Lagos, with their competitors in Cameroon also not wanting to leave the tournament without a victory. Despite being outplayed last time out, Ghana started off the better of the two sides with a couple of decent chances going their way. With the score still goalless at the break, it was in the second period where the Black Queens managed to get their noses in front on the hour mark after Priscilla Adubea found the back of the net with a neat finish from a tight angle. Priscilla! Break over Priscilla Adubea, putting the Black Queens of Ghana ahead. With the indomitable Lionesses chasing the game, Vivian Konadu punished them for leaving their defences open when the number nine made it 2-0 with just a couple of minutes left in the match. And here she's comes a steal, Konadu! The Springboks have held their first on-field training session in Townsville ahead of the 100th test match between them and the New Zealand All Blacks in the North Queensland town on Saturday. Following their second consecutive defeat to the Wallabies in the Castle Lager Rugby Championship in Brisbane last weekend, assistant coach Dion David says that management and players have made a very honest assessment of their performances and are well aware of the improvement that's required in execution on Saturday. Obviously when you, when you go into a uh, a game, you, you've got a specific plan that you that you want to execute, and then also um, any team um, have different personnel um, on and off field. People have different philosophies, and and also you you, you select a team according to um, the DNA of, of your team and, and what your players offer. So I think it's, it's it's important for us then from a tactical point of view to to make sure that. Um, um, what we've executed on the field speaks to that. Um, 
Um, we also have to obviously access uh, the plan that we specifically um, chose to play against Australia if we were able to do that. So um, looking at that, um, um, I mean, we, you, you get objective answers in terms of, 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 of um, if the, the plans that you had, if it was a, or the, the correct ones, and, and, and whether you need to, to be better in terms of that, whether, whether it's individual mistakes, um, whether it's system mistakes, or whether, whether it's just effort, you understand? So I think um, it's important to obje be objective um, um, uh, in terms of all those things and, and, and then make the necessary uh, changes or corrections according to that. Despite their defeats to the Wallabies, the Springboks did manage to achieve set-piece dominance for large periods of both test matches. And David says this will be a key focus in trying to subdue the New Zealand effort. Set-piece is, is, is always, was always important for the Springboks and still is, is a very big part of our game. Um, if you like, if you look at the makeup of our team, so so we want to have good scrums. We we want to have a good mall. Um, uh, so obviously we look um, again. Um, we're dissecting our performance in terms of of, of um, how effective were we um, in the game, um, but also you also have to look at the other other variables that might have an influence in terms of allowing you to do what you need to do. Uh, um, sometimes it's in your control, sometimes it's out, to, out of your control. And, and, and you've got to find consistently an alignment to ensure that the battle that takes place is a fair battle. Um, and, 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 and for that then, a reason we, we always, um, after a game, ensure that we communicate. For, for instance, for the, for the officials, um, if there's a difference or if there's uh, not clarity. Uh, to ensure that um, we prepare better for the next game um, so that we can prepare the players better on field um, uh, and that we can also understand um, the view or the opinion of, 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 of the officials in terms of our performance. So, so I mean, that, that's, that is important for us because if you, if you get those pictures right and, and, and you can ensure that the building blocks that you focus on in terms of building a scrum or building a mall uh, is in place, and then, then you can be effective going forward. Round five of the championship promises some cracking action as the All Blacks entertain South Africa and the Wallabies take on the Pumas. You can catch all the action live on your World of Champions.